0: A dance CEO thrives every day with focus on gratitude, growth, and feeling aligned, unapologetically putting themselves first, striving to become their best self personally and professionally, creating their own definition of fulfillment and success, rejecting the starving artist mentality and competition mindset for one of abundance in all things, including the success of other dance business owners. Welcome to the Dance CEO Podcast. Hello, I'm Audra Allen, the dance CEO coach lifelong dancer, choreographer, and educator. I'm a happily remarried, part-time mom of two little humans and three bonus little humans, proud thriver of adult diagnosed ADHD, lover of the beach, travel, houseplants, reading, and your host for today's episode. Thank you for being here. It is my birthday month, and I am a huge celebrator of all things birthdays. May 1st is the day that I start all the way through the end of the month, although my birthday is actually on May 21st. I wanna celebrate with you and so I wanna give. I wanna give you this month more opportunities and ways to work with me. So I'm not only just offering one thing, I'm actually offering so many things so you can decide what is a good fit for you. Have you been wanting to work with me, but maybe my offers haven't been at the right time or the right price point? Today's that day. First, I wanna share with you that I am so excited to bring back a live coaching round for the Business Academy for Dancers. I shut the doors on this live coaching version this last year when I launched the Dance CEO University, but I've had enough interest that it's time to bring back a live round. Now, I don't know when the next round is going to happen, or if there will be one after this. You can join the Business Academy for Dancers, which is designed for all those who are starting out on their business journey or are interested or improving their business knowledge as an entrepreneur and takes you from A to Z, all things business. I did all the work initially learning via Google all the things to start a business and I've done the work for you and put it all in one streamlined package and you get the added benefit of having live coaching with me weekly as a group for four months. The next offer I have is the second round of the Dance CEO University. It's so freaking exciting that we're already at the round two. The first cohort has been phenomenal and now it's time to bring in the next six people who are interested in up leveling their journey if they already have established dance businesses. I'm also bringing back an offer I haven't had in a while which is a three-hour VIP day with me. We will dive into all the things we need to address. It can be mindset, it can be systems, it can be whatever the topic is in your business. You will get me for three solid hours. The last offer I'm making available only exclusively for this month is my New Year Thriving You mini course. Although it says New Year, it actually is applicable at any point in the year, and it literally takes you through the process of how to audit and review your past year, get clear on what you wanna make happen this year, plan that out, and create an action plan to take you forward. I've had many people already purchase this and execute it with success. It doesn't take very much time. And that will be available to you with the added bonus if you sign up for that. The CEO manifesto that I give to all my clients, but I'll add this to help you continue on your journey. If any of these amazing offers sound appealing, please head to the danceceo coach.com birthday and you will see there a little bit of everything. Click on what interests you, dive into it, purchase a thing, reserve serve your seat, sign up for a spot with me, and this offering in this package is only available for the month of May. As you heard, there are limited seats for the coaching programs, and if you're interested, I already you know a few people are interested themselves, and so those are going to go fast. DM me if you have any questions or want some more insight, and I cannot wait to help you celebrate with me my birthday and helping you grow to become the CEO of your life and your business. We are going to dive into networking today. I'm going to be fully honest with you, share all the reasons why I initially disliked networking, even had a fear of it, but then also what I've shifted with that into place now. Networking actually has been a crucial part of my business growth. When I think of networking, I picture a crowded bar with people with name tags, and they're just trying to get something from others and exchanging information, passing out business cards. I had a fear of it. I don't want to talk to random strangers. I didn't really know the benefit of it. It just sounded hollow and empty, but I've learned since then that networking is so much more than that. And in order for us to move forward with this conversation today, I'm going to ask you to reframe the word network into building relationships, because that is ultimately what networking is. If you are doing it with sincere desire to connect with someone, you are striving to build genuine relationships. In fact, actually this entire podcast, the concept of it came from networking. We're gonna dive into lots of things today. We're gonna to discuss the importance of it. I'm gonna help you learn how to do it. Literally take you through the step. So I'm gonna to, to give you all of it because I realize this is something that I have developed through trial and error on my own, but it's become to be such an important part of my desire and business to serve others and cultivate relationships. So what's the importance of it? Why should we build genuine relationships? Well, one of the key reasons is to increase your support circle. Genuine connections will give you a peace of mind knowing that there are others out there who are rooting for you and holding space for you. For me, being an entrepreneur has been really lonely and especially being one in the dance world, it's been even inherently even lonelier because of the scarcity of the mindset and people thinking only take for themselves. There's not room for everyone else. But why keep it like that when you can do something about it? Once you've built a trusting and genuine relationship with someone, you are more likely to come to their mind for opportunities, even connect you with other people they think would be a good match for whatever purpose. I've had people recommended and referred to me for this podcast. I've had opportunities afforded to me because of making a relationship with one person and they thought I was a good fit to meet someone else. And then this opportunity showed up and then I'm working with that person. Now It lets you also be in a space to serve others. When we get down and dirty in our business, We can get so focused on just building the thing, taking care of the intermediate circle or clients or the product, but we don't have as many opportunities to necessarily go out in the world and serve. So this is another way to do that. And also doing things by yourself all the time isn't healthy and can decrease your sense of reality, to be honest. So this allows you also to keep yourself grounded and check in with how others are doing and gives opportunities to help others if they need it. If you're being sincerely genuine, helps build positive reputation for you, and that will serve you the long term as well. Although that should not be the main reason why you do it, it's just an added benefit to the process. Well, now that you might be a little bit more on board with the concept of networking and this new way of reframing it, let's talk about how to do it. First, before you do anything else, you need to get clear on what your intention is of connecting with that person. Why do you want to build a relationship with that person? Maybe you don't know all the details. Maybe at first it's, I want to get to know the person to see if we would be a good support for each other or if we vibe. Why do you want to meet someone and build a relationship? What about them intrigues you? What can you offer them in return? What's your end goal communication-wise? Where do you want this conversation to develop into? You don't have to necessarily have all the answers, but being mindful of this at the very beginning will let you already focus on more than just messaging someone. I'm gonna speak to you mainly on how to do this from a place of virtual connections because that has honestly been pretty much my entire networking process since I started my business because my business is virtual. But I have really close colleagues who also love doing in-person networking. They'll join network groups and such. But as far as for my profession, mine's been entirely virtual. So one of the first things I was doing was I was getting curious. I wanted to know who else was out in the dance business world doing obscure things, things similar to me, maybe even just thinking like me, like that was a big one for me. So I just started doing some research. I started searching on Instagram, which is my main platform I use. I would put keywords in the search bar of like dance business coach or dance therapist. I would just put different keywords in and just see what uh, profiles popped up. And I would just start learning about them. I consumed their social media. I visited their websites. I watched a few of their videos. And I got to know their vibe in general, especially wanted to make note of um, their missions that they have for their business, their personalities, how they show up their offers, and to see what really resonates with me. But I was doing my due diligence to actually bring something to the table if I was going to start a conversation with someone and show that I'm genuinely interested in that individual versus just a generalized, hey... It's nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Like I now could come forward with armed with information about that individual that would allow me, actually help me build a genuine relationship. So the next step is to direct message them or DM them. I literally hop in their DMs and send a genuine message with only interest to get to know them better. If you are truly networking just to build relationship, you are not also secretly hoping that maybe they will be a potential client. That's another dialogue for another day. People can smell a mile away if you are showing up purely to get something from them. We've all received that. I wanna say first that a lot of people will encourage voice notes instead of typed messages, which totally works too. It's your preference whether or not to go that route of doing voice notes. Um, But I would suggest trying both formats out to see what's, what's a good option for you. I usually start with typed messages and then engage back and forth for a bit and if it feels like the flows are like they responded in real time with me and the conversation is literally happening in real time, I'll hop on a voice note because I know they're going to listen to it right then and we'll go from there. I do like type messages overall though because I can quickly scroll back through our conversations and reference things we've talked about before without needing to re-listen to messages. Things to keep in mind, not everyone is going to respond. It can be that they never check their DMs or it's an automatic reply are they just not interested or they read it and thought they'd get back to you later and forgot about it? Some reply and then the conversation never goes further than one one message or two. Sometimes you forget to reply and that like stops the conversation. But personally, I have found that by including in my first message to them who I am, what about them sparked an interest in- and why I'm connecting it helps get the conversation going faster because you laid it all out on the table a genuinely concise and clear message and I'll lay that out for you in a second. It also helps remove any concerns they might have of you trying to sell something because you are already stating why you're interested to talk with them versus you're just saying hey nice to meet you and that's such a beginning basic level of trying someone to start start a conversation and see if they can offer you their services. I highly recommend that when you message somebody, you always use their name if you can. You might have to do some sleuthing for this. If it's not listed right away on your account, go to their website, scroll through some of their their posts, some of their copy and see in the caption if they've written their name on there at all. Also, like, like I said, say specifically something about them that lets them know that you are being genuine and have gotten to know at least their content a bit. So they know that you've taken the time to get to know them. If they respond, yay! Let the conversation flow naturally and make sure to ask questions that they have an initiation point to reply to you with. So even that initial question or that initial message you send if you just leave it as an introduction without a question for them of a chance to answer you, it's already harder for them to engage. They have to think of something to go with versus you've already done the work for them. And I know this sounds kind of crazy, like really, this is a lot of thinking, but this is just what I found through trial and error. And it really does help the flow and it increases the chances of response. So if they respond, like I said, uh, the conversation flow. After the conversation has gone a little bit back and forth, like we've actually gone past the initial introductions and we've kind of talked about whatever thing I popped up with that I really like about them or whatnot, I invite them onto a Zoom call and to formally meet and talk more. So many of these people say yes because I believe I've already built some trust with them and they can tell I'm being genuine and I'm not trying to sell them. If they say yes, I share my scheduling link with them for a 30-minute meeting, so it's already clear they only need to commit 30 minutes to this, we both are gonna be respecting each other's time, and I let them book the day and time that works for them. I cannot tell you how many amazing people I have met on Zoom because of DMing them first on Instagram. And so many of those people have become collaborators and some even very close friends. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, those zoom calls are actually why i started this podcast i've had so many conversations of which now you know because all my guests are from them all my guests are from people i've started conversations with and generally wanted to get to know them better something that commonly happens for me is when i'm meeting somebody on zoom we've already had a little bit of a conversation you know i've gotten established a baseline um i get like so many random ideas in real time with people and so the lots of things have come from zoom calls (laughs) Um, The first time I ever hopped on a Zoom call and connected with Kathy King after meeting her in our DMs on Instagram. If you don't know, Kathy King is also a a coach and she is the co-founder with me of the Dance Business Owner Summit. And it all stemmed from our first Zoom call. Literally, we were talking. We vibed so well. We were so similar in our thinking. We both are just like rolling. And the idea of a summit came up and I introduced the concept and because I already got that vibe with her that like this could be great and she instantly hopped on board and a few minutes later we had our first of the annual Dance Business Owner Summit and we're now out to do our third one this summer. If you haven't heard of it before or you're curious, go to dancebusinessownersummit.com. All the information is there, dates. We are about to announce all the presenters. It's so freaking exciting. Cannot wait. Um, but yeah, that literally stemmed from a call on Zoom and so many other opportunities have shown up from there as well. I want to point out that if this is truly a genuine relationship and connection, it's not to, it's not that you just meet them and then you have the Zoom call and then you're done talking. You are going to need to continue to maintain and nurture this relationship. And you want to figure out a way that makes sense for both of you. For some, you may click so well that you both decide you want to hop on monthly check-in calls for support and just see what's going on and just share. And so you actually schedule like the, you know, the third Thursday of every month at this time. And then every call, you just revisit that that date still available and you just keep it going. Others you may meet to work on a collaboration you've come up with. And that maybe happens a lot of first and then kind of just maintain a little bit after. And some, it might be that you continue on your dialogue in the DMs and check in every once in a while there. Like you don't cop on any more Zoom calls, but you, you do stay in touch. Not all connections need constant nurturing, like weekly check-ins or conversations. But still making a point to say hello and see how they're doing more often than not helps build trust and possible support in the future. If something does come up, a random collaboration or you come to mind for them, someone else brings something up and they're looking for a coach and they're like, oh my gosh, I actually I know someone who is pretty awesome. We've talked. I really love their content. Like we're very aligned. I feel confident in recommending that you go to them and like they put us in touch. So these networking, the whole point is not just for you to have great dialogues with people, but it expands your circle of support and possible business. Again, not having them be your client, but that they can become a resource mouthpiece for you, vouch for your reputation. And at the end of the day, you want to build quality-based relationships with people who are rooting for you just like you are for them. Again, this isn't just about you. As you get to know somebody Maybe you come across someone who's looking for a copywriter for their website for dance and you're like, actually, I know someone and you put them in touch and you've built that relationship and you refer them to to your friend who's a copywriter and that copywriter is already more keen to work with that person because they came referred by you. So it just goes both ways. It's not just about you. In fact, if you can show up and focus on serving them more, naturally, they're going to want to serve you back. At the end of the day, it's always quality over quantity, though. You don't want to have so many people that you hardly keep in touch with that you can't manage it. You'd rather have maybe a little bit less, but definitely the quality is higher and your genuine relationships with foundations are being built. I personally don't feel alone on my entrepreneurial journey anymore. I know I have so many people now in my expanded circle that are colleagues, even friends that are rooting for me, and I am for them. If you are still unsure of starting this journey of networking, Just revisit why you want to do it and reframe to building more meaningful relationships and see if that helps you feel more motivated. You may even think, I don't have time for that. Honestly, I may max have these types of meetings up to two hours or so a month. If they are 30 minutes each, that's four people I've met. If you even meet one person a month, that's only 30 minutes, but you've started an awesome resource for you. But the benefits always far outweigh the time. If you genuinely want to have more people in your circle, You need to be the one to start the motion and figure out how you can support them so it is genuine and that they trust you, especially in the dance world. Again, we have that starving artist mentality. We think that literally there's not room for everyone. People don't naturally just think, let's open up and have dialogue, that people always are hesitant and wonder what the motive is if if people are trying to do this. So if your intentions are pure... And you sincerely desire to help shift that narrative and you believe that there's room for everybody and you don't buy into the scarcity mindset anymore. This could be a big impactful process for you and you're also helping shape the, the bigger picture with the dance industry, which is a personal mission of mine. So there it is. That is the key base breakdown of networking. If you have any questions or other tips for me to help me improve my networking process, by all means DM me. I absolutely love staying in touch and hearing from you listeners. I really appreciate you being on here and, and thanks for continuing to be here on a weekly basis and supporting this. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the dance CEO podcast, where aspiring or established dance business owners and entrepreneurs learn to become the CEO of your life and business. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review and rating. To stay up to date and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me, your host on Instagram at the dance CEO coach until next time.